Hey babe, I'm Faith, your host and friend. Join us for a dose of self-love. I believe we are all connected and when we live our sole purpose and take care of ourselves, it benefits everyone. Listen every second Sunday and gain inspiration to love yourself more and manifest all your dreams. We'll talk health, wealth, happiness, motherhood, beauty, and spirituality. I'll be interviewing inspiring people, sharing guided meditations, self-care rituals, and more. You can always count on an exciting dose of self-care. Awesome. Thank you so much, Christina, for coming onto my podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have so much fun. Awesome. Awesome. As a bookkeeper and money coach, and like just the person that can look at the energy of money, and I want people to have a relationship money that a relationship with money that feels really supportive to them. And sometimes yeah. that means you're really great at tracking things, and sometimes that means you're not, but I that's love okay. That. Like, because everyone has their own skills. It's like why bookkeepers exist, right? Like not everybody's going to want to be there in the details and like doing all of that stuff, but, and like forcing yourself to have to do that. Oh my gosh. Like, please don't. <laughs> like, that is so smart. That is so great. Cause everyone's like, you have to have a budget. You have to do this, but really that's why you can also hire people to do those things. If that's not your forte. Also, I have to do budgets for my work and I actually am so bad. I always mess up the numbers. Like it's not because I don't know math or like don't know how to use the sheet. It's like somehow like I just like, I don't know. Some people are just so good at it. They'll never miss a number. They'll never miscalculate it. And some people are just like, even if they know how to do it, they will. It's just like the way their minds work. I don't know. There's just like, there's, there's enough even just the energy of technology too, right? That can get in the way. And you're like, I've got so many things that I'm doing. It's like 20 tabs open, but yeah, distraction energy is huge. Okay, That's funny, wants, isn't it? He wants <laughs> to be on the podcast. I don't think he's going for a nap. That's fine. That's okay with you. <laughs> yeah, he can hang out. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, please tell me a little bit about yourself. Like how would you introduce yourself to people? Yeah, um, my name is Christina. Hi. Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> I do bookkeeping and money coaching, and I usually support people who are healing other people in some way, whether that be through like the magic of energy work and Reiki or counseling or therapy. I've even worked with some chiropractors, but those people who are healing people, helping people, those are my people. So that's um, awesome. That's wow. You must get to connect with all the coolest people. Like basically. I, love my job <laughs> that is so amazing and I've never even thought of that like that's even kind of encouraging to me it's like if you're running a business you can completely choose who you want your clients to be like you don't just have to help any business like you can help all the businesses that are healers like that is so cool that is so niche I love that so much <laughs> I know it's joy it's a joy and how did you get into doing that what I know you said you shifted what made totally. you decide to shift Oh my goodness, where do I start with that story? Um, <laughs> um, well, when we have a mutual friend and uh, when I was cross paths with her for the first time, that's when I was doing um, more psychic readings, clairvoyant stuff. Like that was my focus. That was my bread and butter. Um, and what I noticed in those sessions was that a lot of people although it was helpful for them to like be seen, like never 
underestimate the power of being seen, like huge right there, right? Um, but there were a lot of people who really just wanted or what they thought they wanted or what they thought they needed was my perspective to like change their life. And what I found started to work really well is starting to listen to them and kind of asking follow-up questions. And they would almost just in those sessions start to be able to find their own answers. Like they would start to say the things that I was seeing clairvoyantly. And so I started to go from psychic readings to more like coaching aspect. And I just started attracting a bunch of clients who were either wanting to start their own business or new to business or just struggling with their careers in some place and like wanting to find some sort of financial independence. And um, I was just sitting in my own meditations one day and being like, I really want to support these people more deeply or more fully. And just noticed that the energy of like, you can work with the tech, like the, the actual details, the logistics of money and um, just started to, to unfold from there. I started taking classes, uh, picking up bookkeeping, um, have been at that for like a year now. So I get to support people on all different levels. It's like, like I said, it's a joy to be able to do what I'm doing. That is so amazing. So basically you realize that there's a huge common theme when you were just there to solve the problem. That is so cool. I love that so much. So it's like Um, super niche now, but it did not start out super niche. (laughs) That is awesome. I think it's so awesome. So anyone who's listening who wants to start a business, you may not always stay where you started, but it'll take you where you need to go. So just trust it. Actually, I've been taking um, this online course for business and one of the main things she says is like, your business is going to pivot. You're going to figure out what your clients need and you're going to figure out what you are meant to be doing on this earth. And that is going to change. But if you just get scared with your first product that you want to promote and you don't do it, then you're just going to end up stuck. So you have to just start somewhere. She says, start with one thing. Don't try everything. And you will see just clearly exactly what you need to do. And that's exactly what you did, which is so cool. Yeah, Um, it's so true. Like I even think about just like the basics of physics right if you get a ball rolling it's a lot easier to like just touch it to make it go a different direction than if you were to like try and shove a boulder just like standing still then just get something started like once you get it rolling you can always you can always pivot you can always change direction I love that so much and I think a lot of people get so scared to not change especially if you're on social media I'm like such a big person who's a fan of social media. I love it so much. But I was even talking to the to my friend Ashley, and she was saying she used to do all recipes on social media. And everyone at first was like, you have to stay doing recipes. And she wanted to start sharing more about who she is now. And then there was kind of some backlash. But I think that's really changing now. And I think that's really awesome. And I think people are realizing life is a journey and everything can be a journey and you can still manifest abundance. Totally. And like, there might be a person or two who like has that backlash energy, but there's going to be so many more people who are going to cheer you on for doing the thing that gives you joy now. So um, don't give those backlash people your attention. They don't deserve you. And so in terms of money and the energy of money, can you explain a little bit to me about like what that is or how you view that or what that even means, the energy of money and like, maybe like a tip to manifest more money. Cause I know that's why everyone's listening to this podcast is all the manifesting tips. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> really all of them. Um, 
So the way that I see money, and there's so many different details to this that I could go down. So um, general overview is I see money is at its most um, free, which is funny, like money being free, but like the energy of freedom when it has the space to move and come and go. Um, and a lot of us are taught through you know, role modeling through bad situations growing up, through people who didn't know better, um, that money was this thing that was a survival tool, um, that it's something that we need to survive. And, you know, there is some truth to that just with the way that the world is set up right now. Um, but when you think about things that are human needs, like food and water and shelter and clothes and touch, um, that's not something like you can't eat money, right? You can't drink money. Uh, you probably wouldn't want to build a house out of dollar bills. Like it wouldn't last very well. Like it wouldn't keep you warm. <laughs> I have seen people make some pretty stellar like clothes out of paper and stuff. So maybe you could do that one, but it's not going to cover, <laughs> you know, all of your needs. And so, um, the first thing that I tend to work with people on when we're talking about shifting the energy of money and shifting the relationship with money is like how much are you kind of relying on money and holding it and kind of gripping on it to be a survival thing when really it's a resource to be able to get you your needs and not just your needs but your wants and like giving it more space to move around so that it can come into you with a lot more freedom i like to think of it as like have you heard that like sea turtles or turtles in general if they they're in like a small container, they'll only grow to the size of that container. But if you give them a bigger container, they'll actually grow to fit that environment more. Wow, that is so amazing. I love that analogy. So what is an example of that? So like, for instance, in regards to a business, how would you give and say this business was just selling one product? How would you give that business more of a free flowing energy with the money? Yeah, it's definitely a it's everybody's going to be a little different. So we're going to do like just general options um, are things like talking about like why that product exists in the first place. Um, Cause a lot of times when we're doing the business stuff, we get a little bit blindsided and we put our like blinders on like a, like we're a horse on a horse race. And um, we think, all right, just need to sell this many products to these many people. And sometimes we forget about why we made the product in the first place. So a lot of times it's, coming back to like what originally connected you to wanting to make this product? What was the dream originally? Who did you see it serving? How did you see it helping people? And kind of getting from that detailed view, scooting back out, getting that bird's eye view again, gets you that bigger container to allow that flow to start to move. And so, you know, there are the little things that you've got to do, those like little details, like you got to tell people that you're offering a thing like that's a day-to-day -day detail, but you've got to be able to have that free form of movement into the details and out back into the big picture again, to be able to give money the space to come to you. So it's almost like a trust mentality, basically. That's how it I is. feel like what you're describing is it's basically trusting that your vision was given to you for a reason and trusting that that alone is going to bring you what you need. And then is it also kind of like an element of putting into your business what you need to? So like maybe you do need to share it and you need to promote it or um, 
yeah I mean, am I getting yeah, it yeah <laughs> there's definitely that um aspect of listening to what your business needs too and I think that's one of the beautiful things that we just kind of touched on at the beginning with your the business class that you're taking is that idea that just start somewhere and you can pivot because if you're doing something then you can like listen to the needs of your customers listen to the feedback that they're giving um listen to what's lighting them up or what's helping them or what they're struggling with still and you can choose the actions that you take based on the information that's right in front of you and you can make those pivots as you need to which is um kind of the in the detail work right of of the, the bookkeeping work <laughs> the bookkeeping work but also the like how do you show up on social media when do you show up on social media um do you show up on social media which social media do you show up on like mm. there's all of those little things that business owners have to think about um that are just constant questions for a lot of us and like how do I manage all of these things every day because it's a lot to manage your own business mm -hmm. to it market it lot. to do the thing to support your customers to make sure your customers are happy um to if you've got products, you're like making sure that your manufacturers are on time and like your tracking numbers are correct. Like we've just got so many things that we're looking at all the time. Um, so it's so easy to get stuck in those, those details. And it's getting stuck that you notice is when people get blocked is when they're focusing too much on those little details or too little on them. And they're just focusing on the end goal. Yeah. It's, it's a balance. You got to, not get stuck in the details, not get stuck just out in, in um, hope land. That's what I like to call it. Yeah. And so if I were to give like a manifesting tip, um, gosh, they have so many. I want to find like one good nugget one. Um, Share them all. Don't keep them to I'm yourself. Like, oh my gosh, no, I'm like just different things for different situations, you know? <laughs> Would you like to like do a little reading for me, kind of see what energy you're feeling from me and then maybe you can just share what you think would help me. And then I'm sure that would help a lot of other people as well. <laughs> Let's do it. I would love to jump into a reading space. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, so the way I do it is all clairvoyant. So I'm, you can see me, nobody else on the podcast who's listening can see me, but I'm going to close my eyes and um, Faith, whatever part of your name you're willing to share, would you say it three times just so I can tap into your energy signature? Faith, faith, faith. Beautiful. <laughs> One, okay. <laughs> Your energy is so sparkly. <laughs> I'm going to say that first. Um, and Thank I'm just going to start. Yeah, I was like, oh, look how happy it is. <laughs> and um, I like to tell everybody just whenever I do a reading with them, like just how they're showing up as just a quick snapshot and like the overall tone of how your, your aura, your energy is right now is just showing up in this like, um, sparkly purple color. Um, almost like if you could have, it doesn't sound delicious, but like a light purple champagne, almost it's like got that, got those like bubbles in it. Love um, that. I'm like somebody's got to make that that's got to be in like the capital of the hunger games or something but in like the most beautiful way um I love that too the capital of the hunger games oh my gosh you're so amazing I love the hunger games maybe you're reading that too that's such a good possibly <laughs> I was like why does it look like um oh what's her name Effie with the hair one of the I forget the person the fashiony one I know who you're talking yes, yes. about yes <laughs> um Okay, perfect. <laughs> so snapshot, purple bubbly. 
Um, let me look at just how you're relating to the energy of money right now, because I see, I see the energy of money being almost like our friend and wanting to come and talk to us and chat with us and actually be a part of our lives in that way. Um, and so for you, I'm seeing the energy of money um, come in and she's kind of dancing behind you. Like she wants to hold your hand up and like, let, like lead the way for you. Like you were a dance partner. And um, for you, I love that you said trust earlier because that is actually what it looks like right now. It's like this energy of trusting in money and trusting that she's going to lead you in the right direction and that you can still take the people and the things that matter along with you. Um, looks like one of the things that you're working on unlearning right now is the energy of um, not just lack, but I'm going to call it uh, maybe a false duality of like having money meant that other things weren't important and you don't want anybody in your life to feel unimportant, especially your kiddo. Um, and so I'm just seeing money want you to trust her a little bit more and to allow that to be a really beautiful dance um, to go forward instead of this idea that you have to leave your loved ones behind. Um, so if I look at that as like a really tangible next step or something that you can practice over the next few days, um, and actually seeing you like when, um, your little one wakes up from naps to actually bring him along and like dance, um, through some, the energy of money, uh, it actually looks like partially him being here right now is like trusting that he can be here in this conversation about money and he doesn't have to be scared of it. He can just be there with you. Um, so it just looks like this energy of togetherness that you're working on bringing in um, to, to heal that relationship with money and actually have fun with it. That is so true and on point, actually. Like, I so am just working on seeing how I can make my life with him fit into, like, you know, manifesting all my dreams, basically, and creating the abundance that I want to, because I feel like I mean, everyone tells you it's impossible to be a single mom and make a lot of money and work really hard at your dreams and also have a son and be really engaged with your son. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going to figure this out. I trust that this is going to work out. And so far it has, and I feel super abundant, but I'm still like kind of finding my way, just like you kind of picture dance your way, because obviously first of all, off, most people don't even feel like I can do it not in like a mean way, but it's like they haven't seen that for them or they picture it being really difficult. Whereas I know like I can change the energy of anything. Totally. So you are so yeah, it's <laughs> It's always so interesting, right? That like when somebody doesn't see the possibility for themselves, they just assume it's true for you too. And um, that as an entrepreneur, as somebody who is a visionary or trying something new or trying to create something brilliant in your life, um, how important it is to, of course, like be in community. Like you don't want to just be like, nope, like kicking people like physically like out, like, because you don't want to do that with everybody. Um, no, but definitely not. Is... People mean well, they're like care about you. You don't want to kick them out of your life. <laughs> right. No, like, and to recognize like, okay, they have a point, it's going to be hard. Um, or like, I see that it would be hard for them. And if I carry that energy around too, it's going to be hard for me. <laughs> but 
I am going to do everything in my power to also bring in the ease and bring in the joy and it, like actually have fun along the journey because that actually just seems like what your energy is like. You just, you have that bubbliness with you. Like there, we don't want to leave that behind. That is actually 100%. I am just like came on this earth to bring joy to people and show people that you can have fun with everything and not everything has to be serious. And that's literally my life purpose is just to spread joy and love. <laughs> so you are so right. And I love this conversation so much. You are so cool. Awesome. I mean, I think the same. I was like, I feel the joy. Like it's like through the computer screen, like you just radiate it. Oh, so. thank you. You're so sweet. Um, would you mind sharing? I know I was going to ask you for tips for me, like what you think I could do and actionable steps, which we should definitely get into next. But would you be comfortable sharing a little bit about your money energy right now? Because I think obviously everyone is so different. Maybe seeing someone else's energy money would be really interesting as well. Just like the, what my relationship with money looks like and like what yeah. I'm doing on a right day now, to day. Or maybe what you're working on. Yeah. Um, so do a little personal story yeah, for of that course. to start that. us out. I'm sure all um, listeners would as well. So when I was really little, um, gosh, I think I must have been 10 years old or something. I have this really visceral memory of, um, you know, getting my allowance when I was a kid and I was really excited to like put money into a savings account so I could buy myself something big. I didn't know it was going to be, I had no idea, but um, just from the get-go, I, I just had this um, association with money as freedom. Um, Cause I did not grow up in a super safe household. There were a lot of things in there that were um, quite dangerous and put me in physical um, danger a lot. Um, and so there was something about just that energy of saving money or the, the the task of putting my like $2 or $5 into a piggy bank or into the bank um, that meant that at some point I could get myself something that I really deeply wanted whenever I figured out what that was. And um, a couple years into that, um, I still didn't know what I wanted yet, but um, my dad had lost his job. And I remember um, just my bank account looking at it one day and it was at a zero because he had cleaned out my bank account, my siblings' bank accounts because he had gone through some financial struggles. And there was something about that moment that solidified something for me that was like, okay, in order to save myself, I have to get out and I have to like figure out some way to put a different set of money aside that other people don't have access to. It's all on me. And I kind of learned that far too early. Like that's way too, 10 years old no, no kid should have to think that it's all on them, right. To, to put everything together. Um, and so in the past, I think probably five years has been an unlearning of that. I'm in a really great relationship, um, with somebody that trusts me and that I trust, and I don't just have to hoard money away. I don't have a reason to save myself anymore. Um, and so one of the, yeah, thank you. I know, like wow. talk about manifesting. It's been, it's been a long it, time coming. That but, makes so much sense that you feel yeah. so called to help other people with their money, because this isn't such a big thing for you. It's such a beautiful story. And I'm sorry you went through such a hard childhood. I definitely relate. And I do actually have a similar story as well of my bank account being cleared. So Right. Definitely like, it's it it makes you it's like in that moment when those kind of things happen, everyone has some sort of trauma in childhood, maybe money related or not, but it's in that moment when 
as a child, you almost grow up in a way and you have this new structure in your mind and that has to be unlearned when you get older if you want to you know be super abundant or manifest so good for you and and define what abundance means to you now um because that's part of it is like okay back then saving meant saving myself but now it can mean um expressing love to somebody or it can mean um you know helping to create a room full of plants that just feels like cushy and warm and safe and exciting, you know, like abundance can mean so many more things now when you, after you unlearn what you thought it was when you were little. So. I love that so much. And you are definitely very clairvoyant because I literally was earlier today was thinking I'm going to get so many plants in my house when we move. Cause I'm moving on the 15th. And I was like, I want my son to grow plants and I feel like it'll be cozy. And I've become quite the homebody. So I was like, I need to get lots of plants. I love it. <laughs> I was like, I, I do just kind of talk as I'm going. I did not like plan any of this. So I love that you're like, it's definitely your energy I was tapping into with the plants. Cause I was like, I would kill them, but I would love <laughs> them until so they die. <laughs> Hey, by the way, there's hope for you if you kill all your plants now, because they used to kill all my plants. And then I had a boyfriend a while ago and he was really good at plants and he did landscaping and gardening. And because of that, I learned. So you can learn. I can learn. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) If you feel called to. (laughs) I, you know, I really do. Um, It's one of, I think the way that I see it is when I get to a new home, actually, because we don't have just a lot of light right now. And I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest problem um, is I, I'm like visualizing lots of plants perfectly, like by the windows so they get their light. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you are like really good at spreadsheets and stuff. So what you can use is like a spreadsheet for exactly when you have to water those and like exactly how you have to do it. Oh, thanks. It's going to happen. It's going to be color coded. <laughs> oh, good. Yes. Yeah, this is awesome. Do you spreadsheet everything in your life? Not everything. Um, there are some things that I find are just easier to have um, apps for or mm-hmm. just different systems that I use. I use a lot of like reminders on my calendar app. That's a, a favorite mm-hmm. of mine. Um, and even in um, bookkeeping right now for for my business, the way that money has been flowing in and out. It makes more sense for me to do like a QuickBooks than a spreadsheet, but mm-hmm. I am a big fan of spreadsheets for DIYing anything. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, I can make them do whatever they want, whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. If so. you're an Excel pro, they really can do a lot of things. Like so many, things. it's amazing. I'm not that great at Excel. I wish I was, but a lot of my colleagues are amazing at Excel and they make spreadsheets and I'm just like, wow, that spreadsheet is awesome. <laughs> And it like tickles my fancy whenever there's like extra graphs or like everything's color coded. I'm like, ooh, please. I know. I love it so much too. Anyone who's listening, if you're a spreadsheet person, please comment that you're a spreadsheet person and you like to color code them because I love color coding. I'm not that great with Excel, but I do like to color code when I write. (laughs) Nobody can see me, but I'm like nodding with a massive, like my my eyes are like lollipop size. I'm like, yes. Oh my gosh. I love this. I love geeking out on like the simplest joys in life. Like that is really what makes life good. (laughs) I think that might be part of my life purpose actually is like those itty bitty joys. Oh my gosh. I love that. I feel like it is. I feel like you remind people that abundance can be anything that you want because I've, you've definitely reminded me today and I'm sure the listeners like 
abundance doesn't have to look like what it looks like for someone else it can literally be anything like for some people it's going to be like the classic like get a car get a big house and get all this and actually here's a story I owned a property which is what you're supposed to do and you save up your first big sum of money and blah 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 and I didn't feel good in that energy of owning a property at all and like I'm now that I've owned one and I sold it I'm like I don't actually ever want to own a property again like it's not for me like there's so many other ways to be abundant like that doesn't have to be the way that you invest your money so that was a big lesson for me because you realize well maybe all these things they've been telling us like isn't what we have to do like there's other ways to feel abundant and to feel good and ultimately it's just about feeling good and safe and I and being able to live your purpose it's not really about does my bank account have you know this x amount that to you feels like that's being wealthier is it you know do I have a house do I own it (laughs) like whatever it is to people and maybe that's even a, a, if we just tack that onto the manifesting tips, you know, like what does abundance really look like for you? Because money will want to be in support of that. It's not just mm. the dollar amount, right? Because to me, it's like the Beauty and the Beast library. I want one of those, but like oh more colors. <laughs> so cool. That would be amazing with like the sliding ladder. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, so pretty. And cushy chairs. You got to have the like in fuzzy blankets. That's so awesome. I love books and I love reading. I love having books everywhere as well. <laughs> what is one book you recommend for people who are wanting to be better with their money and better at managing their money? You know, I have actually learned a lot about money from fiction books. Um, there's something about the energy of just being in a story and being able to just be immersed in somebody else's point of view for a little while. Um, so one of the books. It was actually a two book pair. So a, a novella duology um, called the Monk and Robot series. So it's about this mm-hmm. tea monk who like serves tea to people and a robot who is like out in the wilderness who uh, they meet each other. It's like this cute little story. But one of the things in book two that they talk about is this different um, way that this world does currency and it's not the way that we do money but it's it is tracked and it's very community centered and it's very community based and the idea there is that you do exchange like they call it a peb you give somebody a peb if they give you something so if somebody gives you an apple you give them a peb or two whatever it's worth to you there's no prices set um and there's also no punishment if somebody has like negative pebs in their bank account. In fact, um, it's something that these community members will go and check on that person and say, are you okay? Because I noticed wow. you've got a negative pep balance. And that actually was really just expanded the way that um, I was even related, relating to money myself. And I've been doing this for years. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that sounds so cool because it's definitely the opposite here. It's like... Mm-hmm you're encouraged to spend more than you have in our society oftentimes. And then you are not rewarded for that. Whereas, or checked on or asked if you're okay. Like even just like to go to university, you're encouraged to take out all these student loans. It's quite interesting. That is so interesting. So what did that really teach you? What shifted for you when you, after you read that? So for me, it was um, kind of twofold. One of them was that every transaction that was made in this world was made through the vibration of gratitude like 
because it was like, oh, what, what do I, what is this worth to me? I want to say thank you in some way. Um, so I started to every check that I write, every swipe that I do of my card, every uh, Venmo transfer, I tap into in my body, where is that sense of gratitude for this specific thing? So it actually changed the way that I am individually doing my um, transactions and um, just keeping an eye out for my community. And like when somebody says they're struggling, I'm like, what do you need? Like I'm just able to be a little bit more present because I just love that marker as a, as, a, as a way of a community check-in. So I think that's awesome. I really love that you do the gratitude when I really do try to do that, but I'm going to be honest, I'm not that great at it. I have, I have not implemented that enough. I need to definitely build that habit. The gratitude of every time you spend money or swipe or of the item, because firstly, gratitude is like the biggest form of manifesting more because the more you feel you have, the more that you do have. And the more if you're attract is attracted to you and the more that will come your way. And that is 1000% proven and written in the Bible even. I don't know if you know this. And so, yeah, that's so cool that you do that. Wow. There was um, in the money world, there's this sense of appreciation, right? Of like money being able to appreciate over time. And so I like the really simple um, little quip of what you appreciate appreciates. Oh, I like that too. That's so cool. Right? That's sweet. That is so cute. I love that. So I think for me, like I'm not someone who's naturally, I'm not a bookkeeper naturally. I'm not like, I wouldn't say I'm unorganized like, and I'm not like completely clueless to my money or like, my financial goals or anything like that, but I'm definitely not like, I don't have spreadsheets for it. I don't go, this is my budget. This is like, what's going out, what's going in. This is exactly what it needs to be. I almost operate on more of like, I know the basic big numbers. So like, I know like my biggest things that are coming out and then I know roughly how much I make. And then I mostly operate on energy, which sounds really weird. Now that I think of it, like I use my energy to know like when I have enough or when I have more, or like, I don't know. It sounds really weird now that I'm describing it. Are there to me like this? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to say like, what would you say that would be a helpful tip for bookkeeping or anything like that, that could expand on like the way that I work with money or yeah. What would you say to someone like me? Yeah. Um, so where you are in your business, especially, or if you're tracking business separate from personal, mm. um, is, you know, you're already in there, you're looking at stuff, you're checking in on stuff when it, when you need to. Um, personally, I don't think that most people need to start with the idea of a budget. I kind of see that as like jumping into um, a diet before, you know, the lifestyle that you want. Um, so I love you know, the way you think of that. That makes so much sense to me. So wow. I think of tracking as like, like you would when you're eating, right? You want to know what's going into your body. Um, you want to kind of understand how you feel after you eat those things um, and understand how it's going to fuel the rest of your day. Um, I see the same thing with money. It's like, I, I wouldn't jump into saying, I need to be spending this much on this thing in this way on these days, because um, that's just too in the weeds for most people. Um, and you're going to get lost and it's going to get like, you're going to like find ways to judge yourself in there. And mm -hmm. most of us are 
Like that's not the way we want to relate to money. Mm -hmm. We don't want to be in that judgment space. And how can um, you have every month be the same? Like on budgets, what never really made sense to me. Like one month is not going to be the same that you want to spend on like entertainment, for instance, than you are on another month. They're like, even on food, like, I don't know. I just feel like every month is so different. Totally. So like, why even like set yourself up to like go over or under things and like tell yourself if you're good or bad because of that? Like I, that doesn't work for most people, I find, um, especially starting out. So the first thing is just like to find some way to track it. Um, and I think there's some really great apps for people who are just starting out. Um, one of my favorite things to recommend for folks um, on the practical side for tracking money on the business, on businesses, is just start with like Wave apps or Wave. It's an accounting software that's totally free and you just connect your bank account and they have the standard like categories that the IRS would ask you for when you're filling out your taxes at the end of the year. So you don't have to figure out, wait, was this thing, does that go into this category? Does that go into that category at the end of the year? You can just look at the categories that they gave you and do your best because they also have descriptions of each one. Like that's one of that's my favorite awesome. ways. To, right. And, and that's then free that you can just use that. It's free. Yeah. That's they, awesome. they want, they want it to be free. If you want to send like invoices and stuff, they'll take some payment processing fees, but, um, that's I think awesome. that's a really brilliant way for people to start out with their businesses because it just syncs to your bank account and um, will have you categorize things, but that's it so makes easy. things so much easier. And you that can pull so reports good. and see graphs and all of that. Um, so I also just want to, like, I think all of us, especially those of us who like money doesn't come or like the tracking doesn't come as easily to us, it's so easy for um, you guys to like get so mean to yourselves <laughs> and like assume that you're bad at it or like um, you kind of take on the voice of an old math teacher or a like high school bully or something to yourself and um, any way that you can just work with what you have or where your strengths are is going to be brilliant. Like wherever you are starting out is perfect. Like that's what I always tell my clients, like this is where you need to be. This is where we are. This is where we're going to build from. Um, so just remember that wherever you're starting in relationship to your money. That is so awesome. And where would anyone find you if they wanted to work with you? Because I think you are so refreshing, especially in like finances and money, because I think a lot of the time, like you, f you go into like a bookkeeping finance coach situation and you kind of feel judged because <laughs> they are like, this is so easy. This is so obvious. And I think a lot of them have that energy because they don't realize that not everyone has that kind of mind. Like, I think that's what certain people are meant to be doing on this planet is like, literally they are meant to be the ones who are looking at numbers and understanding it. And I really think that's, that's how they should be serving us. Like, and you're definitely one of those people, but you don't come at it with, um, Um, come at it with a judgment which I think is amazing and I think that's really helpful especially start where you are because that's how like a lot of people don't start thinking about it because they're like where I am it's not even time to start but it is that's where you are that's where you are you're great yeah. here yeah um I hang out on Instagram a lot my handle is organized.abundance um, and organized is spelled the American way o-r-g-a-n-i-z-e-d not with the s um <laughs> 
<laughs> which I have to clarify. I didn't think about that when I, <laughs> I love that. got that handle. I do have I a lot it. of UK listeners and then I'm Canadian. So, <laughs> but I do have do Americans you... as well. So I have, I've got a mixed bag. Yeah. Do you and spell organized with this little Kenya name? as well? So hi to the Kenyans. <laughs> hey, all over the world. What's yeah. up guys? <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the podcast this has been so inspirational okay I'm just gonna kind of summarize some of the best takeaways just to put it all together because we talked about a lot of different things so one awesome thing that I personally learned from this is just a reminder to be grateful for everything that we spend money on because that is a really powerful energy and that helps you manifest more when you are feeling in the energy of gratitude and thankfulness for what you are purchasing or what you have that was like my favorite takeaway and I love what you said about the energy of money not just being like thinking of just the numbers in the bookkeeping like the fact that like I can actually bring more abundance into my life by dancing with my son and learning how to balance him and bring him into everything that I'm doing which is what I really want for myself and the fact that it's possible because abundance can be possible in any way you believe is possible is really awesome and I love that that's another really great point it can literally be anything that you want so thank you so much for sharing those points um I think just to like end the podcast I would love to just do funny rapid fire questions just to see whatever answers you come up with and we won't hold you to it us listeners or me if you change your mind next time we talk to you or if you ever come on again or if they talk to you and book you for coaching then they, it's okay you can change your mind because it's rapid okay, fire cool so, let's do it um okay what is the coolest vacation that you ever went on Hawaii Ooh, and why did you love it so much Oh my gosh. It was like, we got a little Airbnb that was meant to be like a honeymoon suite, but it was like this little cottage and they had um, like a tub outside that you could just soak in. It was like, it was like a little, probably like the size of a yurt, but it was, it was perfect. It was like in oh the jungles, like it was gorgeous. Everything that I needed it to be. That is amazing. Oh, I love that you guys have Hawaii in the U S like connected. Like you guys are so blessed to have that. I wish we had that in Canada. <laughs> I wish it was Canadian also. Um, what is your favorite beverage right now? Oh, man. I am a hot tea person all the way. Um, Which is your kind of tea? I love tea as well. I'm such a tea freak. I've been really enjoying the jasmine green teas lately. Mm, and they're really good for antioxidants and they're good for metabolism too. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I'll take like bonus. <laughs> And what is another good rapid fire question? When did you, oh, you don't have, maybe this is going to be a long answer, but when did you actually like kind of tap into like your clairvoyancy? Was it from like a young age or was it like something that you kind of started doing when you were a bit older? Um, I started, oh gosh, I was probably in my twenties, early twenties when I first started to recognize it as a, a like actual skill. 
Um, but when I started doing it in my twenties, my mom was like, oh yeah, I practiced that when I was pregnant with you. And I was like, oh, I just had a head start. Like oh my gosh, <laughs> I was visualizing so stuff cool. through my mom. <laughs> you were probably doing it with her. Like that is so cool. I love that. Wow. And what is the coolest thing you manifested, um, in the last week? Well, okay. So keep in mind my imagery of abundance is that library, right? So I just had somebody message me like yesterday and said, Hey, Christina, I saw that like you had this book on your wish list from like a couple of years ago. Um, do you still want it? Cause I accidentally ordered two copies and I have one sitting on my bookshelf collecting dust. And I was like, yes, please. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. (laughs) I love that. And what is like the coolest thing you manifested? This will be the last one over the last like five years, do you think? Oh my God. That's so many things. Um, one of my favorite stories is about how I got my cat. We can do this in a, a different thing, but like my cat was oh, like, share the story. Top. Everyone loves okay. the cat story. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I kind of have this way of manifesting also that is like you ask first and then like you get yourself into a place of receiving. And so I was just doing this meditation one day, um, after we'd moved into our new apartment, we'd probably been there probably six months. Um, and my honey and I both knew we wanted a cat at some point. And so I was just sitting there one day and just prepping my like re- receptive space, just like energetically working through my body. What, what is keeping me from receiving my, um, my dreams? I wasn't even like thinking about the cat specifically, but we were like out in Denver, Colorado doing some errands or something and got, just got back home and we were about to hang Christmas decorations on our front porch. And I opened the door of the front porch and there's a cat on our front porch on our second story condo, like just like right there. And I'm like, (laughs) that's so crazy. Oh my gosh. That's so cute. And what's your cat's name? Her name is Ava. Oh, cute little Ava. Oh, destined to be, I think animals and like the relationship that we have with animals are so special. I think it's just like kids and I think like their souls came to us for a reason and like we were meant to have them for certain reasons and they were meant to have us and like I feel like we heal each other and like I feel like it's like family just like a baby yeah she's like one of my biggest teachers I love her so much oh that's so cute cats have such different personalities too like some cats are like so mean and some cats are so loving and they have such a huge range whereas like I've always had dogs and like dogs are just all like loving and they're so friendly all the time. And I don't have like the sass, like a cat. It's so funny. Is your cat sassy? <laughs> oh my gosh. She is the queen of the house. She has so much sass. That's um, so funny. <laughs> I joke that she's mad at me at least once a day, but like, it's actually true. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so cute. I love that so much. She's like, I didn't get my treat today. Um, hello. I'm the lady of the house. Yeah, she's like, you're late. And I'm like, I'm actually home early. (laughs) She's like, I wanted to play five minutes ago. (laughs) That is so cute. Oh my gosh. I got this little baby here for now. No animals. (laughs) He's got a onesie full of animals, which is plenty. He does have a onesie full of animals, isn't he? Here we go. Hey, buddy. Good morning. (laughs) oh well thank you again so much for coming on my podcast I know it's not probably your most traditional type of podcast having a baby and but it's I think it's fun and refreshing to be honest and I really appreciate you encouraging me on that on the when you listen to my other episodes because I'm like to anyone listening or who I want to bring on the podcast I'm like oh it's a little bit different than normal podcast but I think I think it's something I would like the world to be different in like I'd love 
to have you know children around everywhere and like and the giggles and like come on yeah. who doesn't need a good like dose of baby giggle I know and, like the drool like the chunkiness yeah. like, this chunkiness like, what is this He's like, what are you talking about? You don't have any risk. You just got chunk. Chunk, chunk, chunk. <laughs> He's owning it too. He's like, yeah, this is my body. He's so funny. He's five months now and he actually like flirts and I'm living with my friend right now and she comes home from work and then he he does like a little side eye and then he goes like, <gasps> and he's like flirting with her. It's so cute. I don't know. I didn't know babies flirt, but like that's what he's doing. And then he gets all shy and then he leans into me and then, and then when she holds him, he's like, He's like, oh my gosh, she's holding me. And she's like, do you see this, mom? <laughs> like, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, see, more kids. That's what that's what this world needs. <laughs> I know. It's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> awesome. Um Before we kind of finish up, I'm happy to add anything that you just randomly feel called to, or we can end it here. And yeah, you know, I think the only other thing that I'd want to add is just um, when you're going through and like kind of taking stock of your relationship with money and what you want, like I find this energy is actually so friendly. So mm. be her friend. Um, talk to her like you would a friend, journal with her, ask her questions, invite her in, go on dates with her, um, oh like sing with her in the car, like hang out with money because getting to know her in that way, you're going to start to unlearn all of the harshness that mm. you've been taught around money, but in the most joyful, expressive, abundant way. Wow. I'm so thankful that Chris introduced you to me and that you came on the podcast because that was just even just that was so powerful for me and I'm sure to other people and it's so refreshing to hear because it's so easy for it not to be feel playful and to feel stressful and to feel oh, heavy I guess would be a word to say but it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be let's dance with it let's feel light with it I love that thank you so much oh yes you're so welcome thank you for inviting me yeah Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Manifesting Babes podcast. If you like this episode or it helped you at all, please like it, subscribe it, share it with a friend. It means so much to me. Uh, the next episode that's coming out is going to be a guided meditation to help you manifest more money. So please tune into that one. And if you wanted to follow me on any social media platforms, I've recently changed my handles to I am Faith Kara. So if you're wondering where I went, that's where I am. And you can also follow this page at The Manifesting Babes on Instagram. All right. Have a great day.